Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded July 18, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, a bottom-up and top-down look at U.S. equity market positioning. With an update on our latest RBC Equity Analyst Outlook survey, just completed, plus our own U.S. equity strategy sector views. Three big things you need to know. First, in our latest analyst survey, our U.S. industry analysts were most constructive on energy, financials, healthcare, and tech, but least constructive on communication services, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, and materials. Second, in terms of sectors we like from a strategy or top-down angle, we remain overweight tech and financials, and we upgraded energy and healthcare to overweight from market weight. Third, on the other end of the spectrum, we lowered consumer staples to underweight from market weight and upgraded REITs from underweight to market weight. We remain underweight communication services. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a big thanks to my colleagues, Mike Tran and Chris Looney from our commodities and digital intelligence strategy teams, who guest hosted the podcast for me the past few weeks while I was away on vacation. If you didn't hear their timely updates on the outlook for natural gas and oil, be sure to check them out. Now let's jump into the details. Takeaway number one. In our latest RBC Analyst Outlook survey, our team was most constructive on forward performance for energy, financials, healthcare, and tech, and least constructive on forward performance for communication services, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, and materials. The biggest positive change in view since our last survey in late March was for energy, where three of our five teams got more constructive. ENP went from neutral to very bullish, oil field services from bullish to very bullish, and refiners from neutral to bullish. Another big positive change in view at the sector level was for healthcare, where our healthcare payers team moved from bullish to very bullish, and our healthcare equipment and services team moved from neutral to bullish. These two moves did offset reduced optimism from biotech, which moved from very bullish down to bullish. Most broader sectors did see a deterioration in view on the performance outlook, so these two areas really jumped out to us. Meanwhile, materials and consumer staples saw the most noteworthy deterioration in performance outlooks. Five of our eight materials teams had a less constructive view of forward performance in July than they did back in March. These were chemicals, packaging, forest products, building products, and precious metals and mining, which were all lowered to the bearish camp. We just have one analyst who covers all of the major industries within consumer staples, and he went from bearish to very bearish. Looking beyond performance, our analysts across all sectors generally see attractive valuations, strong demand in place, at least for the moment, and improving supply chains. Views on where margins are headed and the near-term impacts of a short-term recession are mixed, while CapEx expectations are fairly muted outside of healthcare and utilities. One other thing that jumps out from the survey, on our near-term recession impact question, worries were lowest for the utilities, healthcare, energy, and financial sectors. Moving on to takeaway number two. In terms of sectors we like from a strategy angle, we remain overweight tech and financials and have upgraded energy and healthcare to overweight from market weight. As noted a moment ago, our analyst optimism is higher than other sectors for each of these, and in some cases improved significantly relative to our last poll back in March. Here are some other thoughts by sector from our own top-down strategy work. Starting out with tech, 
It's our top pick within the growth space, which has been outperforming value since late May and tends to outperform when GDP is trending below average. Tech is also a recession recovery play, meaning it lags in drawdowns associated with recessions but leads in recoveries. Quality for the sector is also high on our quant scorecard, and valuations are reasonable. They've basically fallen back to their long-term average and 2020 lows on our relative PE model. Our sector calls are on a 12-month time frame, and tech is a sector we like now and later on within that window. Next is financials. This is a sector later that we like later on within our 12-month window, as we worry it could stay under pressure near term until questions about the timing, depth, and duration of a potential recession are better understood. It's not clear to me that this sector has been de-risked enough on earnings, but we love the valuations, which are most compelling of any sector at the moment on our work. And like tech, financials tend to lag in recession drawdowns, but outperform in recession rebounds. Next up is energy. It's also got deeply attractive valuations, but what really jumps out to us right now is that it's the best sector on earnings revisions trends. We also like its compelling dividend yield. Performance has stabilized in July relative to the broader market, though it's hard to know if demand destruction fears have fully played out just yet. We think this sector may require some patience, but we see an attractive entry point after the recent sell-off. Next among our overweights is healthcare. This is more of a near-term preference within our 12-month window as markets search for a bottom or potentially take another major leg lower to price in a more significant recession than the short, shallow, second-half type downturn many investors are talking about. Valuations are admittedly expensive for healthcare, but we're not seeing peak-like levels relative to the broader market, which is frankly what we're seeing for utilities and staples on our models right now. We also think healthcare has been more de-risked than other defensives. We've seen weak earnings revisions here for quite some time, and its early 2022 drop has been close to past recession drawdowns. Wrapping up with takeaway number three. On the other end of the spectrum, we lowered consumer staples to underweight for market weight and lifted REITs from underweight to market weight. We do remain underweight communication services. On consumer staples, in our analyst survey, our staples team shifted from bearish to very bearish, making it the sector our research group as a whole is most pessimistic on from a bottom-up fundamental perspective. On our own top-down work, earnings revisions have turned negative but don't look extreme yet. Valuations are close to peak versus the S&P 500, and the sector usually outperforms in recession drawdowns but underperforms in recession rebounds, making us believe it's a prime candidate for underperformance once a broader market bottom has been established. These are mostly long-standing concerns of ours. The thing that's really jumped out on our radar recently is the stronger U.S. dollar, as Staples tends to experience negative earnings revisions when the U.S. dollar is strengthening. The sensitivity of earnings revisions to the dollar is more significant for Staples than what we see for most sectors. And finally, let's talk a little bit more about REITs. Overall, this sector just feels more like a neutral to us than an underweight. Valuations using price to FFO are back down to average after having been extremely overvalued to start the year. We also like the sector's compelling dividend yield and strong earnings revision trends, which have faded but are still ahead of most other sectors. Our analyst team is fairly neutral in terms of their own performance outlook for REITs, a view that's basically held steady since March. The main thing restraining our outlook for REITs and the risk to our upgrade is its tendency to underperform when inflation expectations fall. 
That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of industry analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.